It is the radio segment that's already got its Christmas shopping done. Ugh. Oh. <laughs> Laser stories. One of those people. Yeah. The segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like every other radio show does, except we have a laser. And those other idiots don't. This first laser story is out of Oshtabo Township, Michigan. A 33-year-old guy named Alex Rawls kicked in the door to an apartment last Wednesday night. Apparently, he used to date somebody who lived in that building and decided it would be a good place to rob. What? Oh, okay. Rob your ex? <laughs> oh, just someone else that lived by your ex. I get it. Sorry. He just knew the problem. Follow the story, Brooke. <laughs> but Alex didn't expect what he found inside because a 36-year-old guy named Ben Ball lives there. And he was on his couch playing video games and watching the cartoon Rick and Morty. Woo-hoo! Oh, dude, sounds like a great night. Okay. Well, it turns out Ben's favorite hobby is medieval-style combat. Him and his buddies <laughs> make videos of themselves fighting each other all the time. What? And his apartment is filled with old-fashioned weapons. Oh, oh my no! God. Oh! Ben has been living for this moment. Yeah, I've been training every day for yes. this moment. <laughs> so Ben grabbed a battle axe off the wall and then chopped Alex in the chest with it. Whoa! Kapoya! Kapoya! Dang, That's bro. not serious. He's not wearing armor. I mean... They fought a little bit more, and then Alex ran off a bloody mess, and the cops tracked the blood to a car in the back alley and arrested him. Yeah. But he had to go to the hospital first, and he's been charged with first-degree home invasion and can get up to 20 years in prison. You know he told all of his buddies, too, like, you guys, I throw to God, I got him in the... Yeah, right, dude, dude. His buddies will not ever stop hearing that story. <laughs> Park, is there an intruder? Yeah. Where is my battle axe and my Morning Star. <laughs> this next laser story is out of Alabama. There's a Waffle House in Birmingham, Alabama, and last Saturday they ran into a major issue. As you might imagine, Saturday nights tend to be pretty crazy at the restaurant because of all the drunk people who come in. I've spent some Saturday nights at the Waffle House. <laughs> but due to a scheduling mistake, one employee showed up to work that evening. Just one. What? Oh. As a server, that is the worst when you're understaffed. That's more than a mistake. That's like a scheduling catastrophe. Yeah. We don't know the employee's full name, but his name tag said Ben, and he had to take everybody's order and do all the cooking himself, bust all the tables, and wash all the dishes. Oh Ain't nobody got time gosh. for that. No <laughs> way. Oh, my God. And it's all drunk people. Like He got the worst tips. Oh, no. I didn't think of that either. So Ben was very overwhelmed, but around midnight, an older gentleman came in to eat, and after his meal, he stood up, asked for an apron, got behind the counter, and started helping Ben in the kitchen. Oh, miracle! It's a pancake angel! <laughs> after that, at least two other customers also joined in to help. Dude, this is great, man. I love this. One volunteer was a woman wearing high heels and a short sequin dress who looked like she just came from a bar or a nightclub. <laughs> Probably drunk, but that's fine. Yeah. So Ben focused on the cooking while the other customers did the dishes, took orders, and ran food. Another customer got photos of them and posted it online and said the whole thing was just amazing to watch. Oh, that's man. awesome. See what happens when we all work together. Yeah. But also, you know, they were like, okay, are you going to let us keep our tips? Yeah, are you going to tip us out? Or? Yeah. <laughs> this next laser story is out of New Jersey. Is this Thanksgiving finally the year when turkeys are going to stand up and say, we're not going to take it anymore? <laughs> uh, I hope not. Well, the Great Turkey Rebellion might already be underway because people who live at a retirement community in Toms River, New Jersey, say they're being terrorized daily by a vicious group of 40 to 60 wild turkeys. Whoa. <laughs> 
Turkeys can be mean really? for real. It's a funny mental picture. 40 to 60, that's a gang. <laughs> they say that the turkeys are blocking their doors, pecking their car tires until they go flat, and biting people who go outside. Dang, Which they makes are you aggressive. Just, you just makes you want to sit in front of the window with a drumstick and be like, oh yeah? <laughs> yeah, you, you smell that? That's your brother. Some of the turkeys are even breaking people's windows. Oh! And jumping okay. inside and ransacking their homes. These are literally malicious turkeys. Yes, they like, are. I'm scared. Typically, this is the time of year when turkeys get aggressive because it's their mating season. Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, Turkey they're time. They're biters, huh? They're just trying to mate with the old people. Got that's it. all. <laughs> the animal control in New Jersey says they can't really do anything to stop the turkeys either because they're not licensed to trap wildlife. <laughs> oh, no. They, they can't so even touch them. They can do? You just have to let it beat you up every day. <laughs> so for now, the turkeys are winning. <laughs> Oh yeah, just call my hometown. There's quite a few men that would like to go hunting, and women. <laughs> this next laser story is out of Nebraska. There's a hot new tourist attraction in Omaha, Nebraska that's generated an unexpected fan base. Hmm. This year, thousands of people are flocking to a parking lot to see a boulder after a record number of cars have crashed into it. Did you, you saying that the tourist attraction is a rock yeah, in a parking lot and people hit it. in Omaha. <laughs> That's very Nebraska. The famed rock sits in a parking lot median. It was specifically placed there to show drivers where the median is so they don't run over it. <laughs> and it's like backfired. But over the past few weeks, Aero Towing Company has responded to over a dozen calls from vehicles that have crashed into the boulder. <laughs> People are, aren't missing it. They see it, for yeah, sure. It's like a giant light. Like, I have to go towards it. Soon, The Rock got its own Facebook fan group, which has amassed over 25,000 followers. <laughs> That's amazing. And it's earned a five-star Google Maps rating that features photos of cars, trucks, and SUVs all wedged on its perch. That's what I saw. I've seen so many cars just, like, tilted sideways, hanging off this boulder. Eventually, fans on Facebook decided to name the boulder Rocco. Mm, original guys. Now, it's attracting visitors from miles around who want to take pictures with Rocco. No, people are going to want to drive into it just to get that picture. Like, yep. Let's get the truck on it. Some people dress up in outfits like the Little Mermaid while they pose on top of it. <laughs> Others pretend to crash their vehicles into it. One guy even drove 23 hours from San Diego just to take a photo squatting next to Rocco. Okay, how bored are you? Yeah. God, I really want Dwayne The Rock Johnson to go see The Rock, <laughs> and it's like just all of The Rock happening at the same time. Okay, I would go see that too. He told reporters, quote, I think it's just one of those things that everybody gets a chuckle out of. There's a lot of division and anger in this country right now, but this is just a random thing that's amusing to most people regardless of any other politics. So this rock that people crash into is it's bringing citizens together. Don't talk about politics. It's a rock. Yeah. Like, what does it have to do with anything? If you want to go visit Rocco yourself, just go to his Facebook page, the W Maple Omaha Rock. <laughs> and until, I mean, we were going to do Disneyland with my family, oh, but apparently uh-oh. rock wins. I Sorry, kids. The rock, yeah. <laughs> this next major story is out of the world of mundane topics. Here's something you might be passionate about. When you load up a dishwasher, should you put silverware in so it's pointing up or down? Down. Or does it even matter at all? Always down because you're going to cut your hands. I've done a lot of experiments on this. I feel like up and down. What do you mean? All over the place. Because then the spoons never rest together. And if the spoons aren't resting together, then they actually get clean. Oh, so just Up, down, up, down, up, all over the place. (laughs) It's a bipolar dishwasher I have. Okay, got it, okay. Well, somebody tracked down as close to an expert as they could find. A guy named Ashley Iredale has a degree in industrial design 
and he makes a living writing about appliances like dishwashers and washing machines. Boring. What a job. Wow. According to him, it does matter which way you put the silverware in, and if you want to do it right, the silverware should be pointing down See? so the handles are at the top. Why? What's his reasoning? You don't cut yourself on no, the No, that's not course. why. People are idiots when they're pulling silverware out. I just close my eyes and start reaching. Here's why. First, it's a little safer, especially with knives, because it's easier to cut yourself. If you put them blade up. There's a lot more idiots in the world than just me, bro. Yeah, I hate when Jose's right. <laughs> Plus, it's more hygienic. If they're facing down, you'll only touch the handles, so that part of the spoon or fork that goes in your mouth won't get germs or smudges on it when you take them out. Oh, okay. That makes sense. No, I still think you have a spoon rusting issue. <laughs> I know somebody who always liked it face down. That's this guy. That's the sound of a turtle humping a shoe. Which means that Laser Stories has come to an end for the day. Don't worry though, we'll do it again, same time, on Friday.